Welcome, my friends, to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I am your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Strategist, and Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 63 countries, such as the United States, Sweden, Norway, Brazil, Canada, Mexico, Australia, India. So I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here is where we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that has changed our lives and how we use this to help transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on Blog Talk Radio at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can join our Facebook community, Life Transformation Radio Community. And I ask that you subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, or wherever you catch podcasts, including the Google Play Music app. Please subscribe on one of those platforms and rate and review the show so that we know how well we're doing. On the show, I have entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing people that are impacting the world around them, and my guest today does exactly that. If you have any questions for any of my guests that I have on the show during our live broadcast, you can call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number, 657-383-1109. So I want to please... Please welcome my guest, Jamie Noodle. Okay, let me let me Noodleman. Right, say your last name for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, Yo, you got it. It's Noodleman. <laughs> okay, I was, just, I was like I was like Noodleman. Like, yeah, so I, I like to make sure. But uh, but dude, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is awesome. Love your intro. Uh, th- th- this is incredible, man. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling the vibe. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, when I started the show, I wanted to not just be a podcast. You know, like, like how am I going to set myself apart from everybody else? And so I was looking around at different podcast hosts, you know, Libsyn being probably number one, you know, and I was like, well, there's nothing that separates me. The content might, but really, like, what separates me from everybody else? And it's the fact that I have a live show where literally people can call up and ask the guest questions. And that's the best part. That's the best part because when you make podcasts and recordings and then upload them a week later, you don't allow for that interaction. And and that's the best part because then you can actually answer people's questions and take them to the next step. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. Absolutely, man. hundred percent, hundred percent. So the title of this episode, because I love what you do is called Storytelling Through Video with Jamie Noodleman. Jamie, a former personal trainer and coach, is a video brand designer for online coaches and small business owners. He helps them develop their video content and strategy for social media and YouTube. Jamie's love for video and design comes from his creativity side that sparked when he was just a boy. His key focus is centered around storytelling and being able to deliver a powerful message through emotional video. Jamie still focuses his time within the holistic health space, which stems from the desire to live the best possible lifestyle while feeling a sense of balance on the inside. Jamie lives in Toronto, Canada, where he enjoys getting out into nature, sharing moments with his most dedicated clients, 
friends and family. You can learn more about Jamie at facebook.com forward slash trainer dot Jamie, J-A-M-I-E. And you can also go to LinkedIn, LinkedIn, and then look for Jamie Noodleman, N-U-D-E-L-M-A-N. So after reading that, man, like video is where it's at today. Right, I mean, video. Like, mm-hmm. there was a report that said eighty percent of the content that we consume is now through video. So, what you do is even more important than ever before because that is how we're consuming content nowadays, right? Yep, exactly. And um, that's what I, I recognized when I made a big shift from being an online coach and trainer to uh, the video space because I have been doing it years prior. And I'd put it on the back burner. And then I realized every single coach, every single trainer, anyone who's a business mentor, they're on Facebook Live telling stories. They're trying to make YouTube videos. They're trying to create product and services that are being sold through video. And it's all the same process. It's story driven. It's trying to capture someone's attention and allow them to speak a message, a truth. And I said, holy crap, everyone is going to need this no matter what and where I put this. (laughs) Well, that's definitely uh, that's definitely definitely true. So I guess so I gotta ask you, man, what yep. is your why for what you do? You know, you do the video, you do the stories, you know, holistic uh, trainer and coach, and but but mm-hmm. what is your deep deep why for what you do? It's a good question because a lot of people I talk to don't understand um, the actual purpose and vision behind what they're doing. In fact, I had a conversation today with an ex-coach of mine who actually helped me rediscover that and really come to a point of knowing how to generate joy, how to smile, be happy, and be able to be alone in your own time. Because a lot of us can't do that. And we use the word can't because we don't know what that is and we get scared. Um, and, And that ties to my why because I do this because my work is not work. It is freedom. It is joy. And every day is the same day for me. I don't believe in Monday to Friday. I don't believe in doing this to live up on the weekends like many others do. And that is totally okay. Um, There's zero judgment from me. But my why stems from the fact that I want to experience freedom. I want to experience what it's like to actually wake up and have full control over what I do. Every single action, every step of the way. Hey, Jamie, with us? Yes, sir. Sean, I'm here. Dude, how do you how, how does the whole, how does the host get to disconnected from his own show? It happens, man. The universe is uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. What was that? All right, so we were talking about your deep why, and I was just yep. about to say that I absolutely love where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, when I got cut off, I'm like, oh man, this is like because usually when um yeah. So normally when I tell a story, um, it, it's, it's the repetition of being able to speak it better and better and better each time. And you get, you get used to you know, expressing that. And this is almost like a brand new story because I've been shifting so much. So when I told that, I was like, wow, look at me go. And then it disconnected. I'm like, yep, that happens. And I just I, I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so tell us again, man, what is the deep why for what you do? Yeah, the summing up, really, it comes down to freedom. It comes down to control um, because years ago, I was always so caught up in letting others control me, and I wasn't a taker. I was always giving and being used and abused, and I realized, okay, this happens to a lot of us, and because I'm so focused on enjoying what I'm doing, like I said, my work is not work. It's, it's, it's pleasure. So for me, my why, it's still to serve this audience. It's still to serve these individuals, coaches, business owners, 
but it's actually the person, you know, because it's not about the business they're building. It's about who are they? What's their, what are they doing this for? And, and what do they feel? And I, I love attaching myself to that process because you learn so much about a singular person by doing this. Um, and I sure, I'm sure you can connect with me on this because you're, you're running um, a talk show and it's not just a podcast. You're, you're connecting with so many different faces uh, weekly and you're learning about them and it's, it's very similar. Um, but for me, it's really just being able to drive a, pow- a powerful message through what they believe in. And honestly, it, it puts a smile on my face. That's my big why, because it's really just to serve and help other people to stand out the same way I can. Very cool, man. You know, I, I, I love watching like the, you know, the Gary V video experience, right? <laughs> I, and then yes. you watch like, so I, so I have this, this um, vision so I believe that in the next year, and I think it's already happening because there's something called Binge Networks, and I mm-hmm. found them over at uh, the New Media Summit where I was speaking at. It's a big podcast event, and uh, 40 icons of podcasting come, and, and you know, for three days we talk podcasting, and then everybody, um, you know, they want to get booked on our shows, and some people start shows like right there at the event. They're like, I'm starting a show, you know. So we're we're, we're talking about you know, the, the business of podcasting, not exactly the podcast business, but the business of podcasting. And mm-hmm. so, you know, so Binge Network could possibly be the Netflix of podcasts. You know, we have iTunes, we just search whatever, but I believe that that app or that program, that platform mirrors Netflix, how we search for horror, TV shows, you know, whatever, they actually showed us how you could actually get your podcast on that network, whether it be video or audio. And then you scroll through just like you would Netflix. I'm like, that's the future. That's the future of podcasts. And some people are doing amazing things, having a video podcast, you know, so you can watch that. But then there's others like you, like, uh, like Prince Ia, that dude makes amazing. I don't know who his video team is, but holy Prince smokes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, what if I told you I have, um, what if I told you right now outside my room, I have um, his branding specialist being worked on by one of my therapeutic friends. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Oh my God. Yeah. So if you want to be connected I with him, I, I can do that for videos. you. I can do it for you, man. <laughs> it's great, man. Holy his videos are powerful. Man, that guy, oh my God. Dude, I use, so I'll use his videos in my presentation <laughs> as a speaker. I will use one of his videos. Because there's yeah. so like there's no way I can captivate what I want to say like on stage, like he can with the music and just the video. Like I don't know, man. Yeah. You have videos that he does. It's just I don't care if you're Tony Robbins. I don't care who you are. Like you're just not gonna be able to capture like a video captures. No, you know I, I, mean? I, your totally, I understand. Cry, you're a freaking genius. When you make when your videos make people cry and want to change their life. You have done something right. <laughs> Funny enough, though, on that topic, I actually have created a couple of uh, recent videos uh, that are tied to that exact point to make, because um, like video comes in such a certain way where people can just throw a bunch of clips together, like B-roll and all that, the music and a little sure. bit of audio. And it can be so emotionally touching. And, you know, I put some pieces together because uh, I just recently went through, um, and, and I'm not looking for sympathy. I went through an actual relationship <clears throat> ending and, 
you know, I went through three, four weeks of very interesting times where I was trying to understand, okay, how do I become stable through this and not fall down below, you know, flatline normal? Because a lot of people get caught in that. And I started creating videos that were really touching and emotionally vulnerable um, about certain concepts. And I took it from voice memos I sent to people. And it was exactly that, talking about how to get someone to cry, using the right clips, tying in the right footage at the right time, uh, whether it's before the words or after. And no, let me tell you, it makes the biggest impact. So I'm um, tying out to Princier and like Jay Shetty and all these people. When you look at their content, uh, it's put together in a way where it's so powerful that it moves you. And you'll actually pay attention because it's so strong. The message is so impactful. That's where video is yep. going. That's what it's doing. Oh, J2, man. There's a couple of videos I'm like, yeah. And I look at the bottom. And, and this is the first time I've seen this, right? So I look at the bottom, and it's like 25 million views. I'm like, how? <laughs> he just sent it. <laughs> like, Content distribution, man. And it's very it's very powerful <laughs> when it's done right. But then you look it at flows like, out Facebook there. Watch, right? I mean, yeah, you, you look at Facebook it. Watch, and you, you got guys that are just absolutely crushing it with Facebook Watch. And then, mm-hmm. uh, like, a random, like, Facebook Live or something will make it up to Facebook Watch. You're like, how did that happen? Like, all of this amazing content and you see somebody's video, you know, Facebook live and you're like, power to him, man. Great job getting it up there. You know, cause it seems like it's dominated by Grant Cardone, Gary V, Tony Robbins, you know, even Mike, um, even Mike Rowe has his TV show, not on a cable station, but on Facebook watch. He has a TV show and it is an wow. amazing TV show. It's called, um, Oh, it's like giving back um, where he goes back to different places that uh, these people selflessly give or to, mm-hmm. returning the favor is what it's called returning the favor. And uh, so he goes to these small towns, he goes to these other places and somebody has like a food kitchen, um, somebody uh, a, a, like a food pantry or a soup kitchen, or they have something that they've done in the community and he gives back to them. It's called returning the favor. That show is not found anywhere else but Facebook Watch. Like, that's, that's what is becoming. We, we watch TV through Facebook. You know what I mean? Oh, so, it's, it's, it's the future. Everything will be pushed right into this platform, and that's why it's so powerful. You'll find everything. And when you can especially find shows on there that aren't anywhere else, that's even better because mm-hmm. you know everyone's just going to come funnel in. And there you go. Yep. Like, all the work's done. It's, just, and it's incredible because it's so unique and it's so pulling. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, 100%. So, so tell us, um, so the point of the show is there's a transformation that you went through that mm-hmm. pushed you into the lifestyle or pushed you onto the path to what you're doing now. You know, we have Mothers Against Drunk Driving that was started because their, their daughter was killed by a drunk driver. You know, we have um, companies and 501c3s that are started because of somebody's transformation in life. So like my mentor, John Roman, has a 501c3, a nonprofit called uh, the Front Row Foundation, and he takes terminally ill patients, children and adults, to any front row experience of their choosing. And it started because he was living life in the front row at a concert having a blast, and he looked around 
to the people behind him, and they were checked out. They were on their phones. They were having conversations. They weren't, like, in the moment like they were in the front row. And he says, I wonder how many times in life we don't live life to the fullest, and we don't live in the front row of life. Are you having a front row moment? So he decided that he was going to start this nonprofit called the Front Row Foundation. And, uh, and I'm wondering, you know, what has happened in your life that has now pushed you into storytelling through video and creating what you create? It's a big question. Wow. Transformation. Um, one of the big things I noticed uh, because I was a coach and also prior a trainer and that's where it started was being able to transform other people's lives. And, um, you know, like I'm a very big health junkie. Like you get me on the phone, you get me on anything talking about health and I will hack your health in reality. I'm what they call a biohacker. <laughs> and it doesn't tie into video, into storytelling, but you can use that. You can use anything and tell a story. Um, but transformation, the big, the big thing that, that like the big moment that changed my life was when I got let go from my first personal training job. And I was only there for three months. And I was told that I would most likely not ever be a trainer again. And it really hurt because uh, I didn't have the ability to sell. And selling can be a tough game. Uh, and over the years, I learned how to eventually find my own flow of selling. And, you know, we're all still learning. It's, it's hard to master. Some mm -hmm. do it, some don't. But for me, I, I, I took that as my ego took that in a way where I was so hurt. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to prove these guys wrong. I'm going to build my own online fitness business. So I spent and committed to two weeks. Actually, it was one week getting all the material together, buying all the equipment. And every night at 11 p.m., I went to this 24-hour gym, same gym, but different location, and filmed video every single night until 6 a.m. and walked back home. Took a nap, slept, woke up, and Ow. edited everything. And, you know, it may sound like it, it, this could be a big launch, but I just I launched something, I, and I built something. Ended up getting two sales, made three dollars $400. But it was the fact that I was able to just transform and realize I can do something on my own terms and feel that freedom. And then that eventually led to me reading 50 books, working on learning how to do business, learning copywriting, marketing, sales funnels. And that's what eventually led me to go back into web and graphics and video, which is where I am today, but almost in the video marketing space. Because basically, I was doing that prior to being a trainer. And I put that on the back burner, as I mentioned earlier. So everything came together. But the biggest moment was when I got let go of that job because I was so scared to, to, to figure things out. I'm like, I got to go back home. I got to get a different job. I have to go back to where I started because I was doing the grocery store job for four and a half years, just trying to right. get through life. And, you know, for me, I wasn't really happy with that. So I took it upon myself to make this change. And that has led me to where I am today because now I am totally 150% invested in this process and people need it. And I'm, I'm proud. Heck yeah. Uh, I actually um, showed gratitude the other day on a Facebook live for 20 minutes. I was sitting there on my balcony, on my terrace, my condos talking about this because I realized I've come so far in the last three years. And I don't think a lot of us look back on that because that's the transformation that we need to make to grow. So, I mean, that's the, that's the quick story. I mean, it could go deeper, but yeah. <laughs> That's oh it. yeah, no, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. That's oh, it's phenomenal. Like you know, <laughs> what we don't see on Facebook Live or you know, or on any social media is the fact that this guy is super successful. He's doing mm -hmm. this, doing this, doing this, doing this. But like, how the hell did that happen? He just showed up one day and was like, "Here I am, world," and like super successful. 
I literally had a conversation about this today because I was getting out, you know, because I look at myself and I'm like, I'm successful. Like I know what to do and I do it and I achieve a goal and I look at other people and they're just crushing it. I'm like, how? Like, like I'm hustling to get what I get and I'm working hard to get what I get. And some other guys like, oh, I got contacted by this guy. I got contacted by this guy. I got projects with this guy. I'm like, how the hell did this happen? But I love the fact that we can, we can dig deep behind the scenes and go, here's the transformation I went through. Three, four years ago, I was this, this, and this, and this, and now I'm this way, and this is what I do, and this is the result. So, you know, for anybody that compares other people to themselves and wishes that they had someone else's life or they count other people's blessings, this is the show for them. Because, you know, just what you said, you know, you go through this transformation and it's super hard to go through, once you're on the other side of it, you're like, I feel better. Like, like I'm ready to go. Like, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. You know, and then all of a sudden, all this amazing things start happening. But you have to grow from these experiences. Yes, and it's uh, the touch on that. It's I, I used to look at it as, like, because like, we all look at failure for the first time as a bad thing. And then we, we start taking failure and we start learning. Okay, failure is just a lesson and an experience. But for me now, it's completely just a lesson. Anytime something doesn't go according to the plan, it's, or, you know, I think plans fail, it's, uh, to be honest, the strategy is where it's at. But um, when something doesn't go right, it's a lesson. What happened here? How can I look at the feedback that I'm getting from this and, and improve? Uh, and when you detach egoically, you're able to actually um, move quicker and faster. And then uh, that will propel you even forward at, at a quicker rate because you're so like you're not like you're so conditioned to not dealing with the stress behind that so-called failure, and you look at it as a lesson. And that's the biggest takeaway I've had in the last uh, I'd say last year doing this. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, likewise, man. I just, when I started <laughs> reframing how I thought about failure, you know, when I, when I reframed my response to failure, dang, dude, it was like, just, op- just doors open, you know, because it's like, my mentor asked me, he's like, why do you keep saying that you can't afford it? Like, you can't afford this mentor or you can't afford this. Or you can't do that or whatever. Like, why do you keep, like, why do you say that? You know, and I'm just like, because I can't. Like, I don't have the money or I don't, I don't know how to get the money or, you know, whatever. And uh, it just, that's just what I thought. That's just how I felt, you know, until he said, well, how about you how about you figure out a way to do it like how can you do this how can you and then frame it that way so instead of saying no i can't it's like okay well how can i do this and then attack it and go do it so it's rather than taking action rather than sitting there saying nope can't do it sorry can't do it yeah and that's more of a close up mindset and in time you get better at uh, being open to just saying hmm how can i make this work and that's, and that's it. You learn to just adjust. Yeah, that's a, like, and that, that, that's a lesson I think all entrepreneurs go through. We have to touch on that, even in business, everything. Um, if, we have, if we have to touch on mentorship, I mean, um, I've paid mentors and I've paid coaches to help me, a lot, especially in the mindset part. That's, that's where I really need it. Um, you know, we have a lot of guys trying to sell me marketing and all that. And I'm like, well, I'm in that space. So I, um, I just need someone to do the ads for me or someone to, I got to outsource that stuff, obviously. But you know what I mean? It's just, um, right. But the, the mentor for the, the, the overall concept of, of investing, 
that's a big lesson because a lot of us don't even know how to invest in ourselves. Even, and it doesn't have to be a coach, by the way. And I, I don't want to tear it into the, uh, lead it to this example, but it's, it's true though. Um, if, if you're trying to lose weight, and I, mean, I, I go back to this because it's simple, or you're trying to improve your health, that's a good example. Or even like make a video, go on camera, you have to commit to it. You have to pay for it. You have to yeah. buy the equipment. You have to buy the food. That is investing in yourself, even if it's an apple. Ba- uh, organic bananas versus non-organic. You know, making these decisions in itself contributes subconsciously to the overall investment process. And I think that's really crucial when you're trying to really turn yourself to someone who looks at everything you're doing as either an investment or something you feel you don't need to invest in. That's true. 100%, <laughs> man. I like it. Yep. So so how are you elevating lives around you? How do you take your why and the transformational moments and everything that you've learned so far on this journey of life, how do you elevate the lives around you? The other day I was with a friend of mine and um, we, we do a little bit of business together, but we were just catching up and he, he asked me, how am I, what am I doing? And um, I was having this conversation with him and I, and I admitted that I feel like I'm no longer human. And it sounds weird because um, uh, for me, I've been doing through such a journey of meditation, uh, focusing on just the, the heart, being in a place of joy, generating all this happiness. And again, tying back to my why, just enjoying freedom um, and coming back from a very spiritual side, because a lot of my network, by the way, it's, it's shamans, it's uh, spiritual gurus, healers, empaths, mediums, um, natural health practitioners, like everybody in that space, that's my network, like legitimately. And because of that, I've, I've grown consciously to this level where I am very spiritual. And it ties into this because I like to reinforce positive behavior to everybody. And I want to move that emotion to them because it helps me with this video storytelling process, it all ties in because remember the person you are is how you show up at your business. It's not the business. It's how you show up because that's how you create, especially in this particular spot. Um, But what I'm doing right now, they elevate other people's lives. Honestly, it's, it's taking what they want to do. And instead of thinking and wishing, it's actually setting out the roadmap, setting out the strategy, allowing them to speak and then, helping them and guiding them to that next step because that's what will take them there. And honestly, just listening, you know how many people don't get heard? It's always people talking. And I know, you know, you and I right. can probably talk for hours, but um, we, we sometimes probably have to step back and listen. And that's the big thing. That's how I elevate. I, I like to motivate, not motivate, but inspire. And I like to, oh, I like to show people, oh, it's all, it's all inspiration. And for me, that, that's the biggest thing that gets everyone moving because then you show them that they can do it. And then you feel the switch and, and it clicks and, and you're like, wow. And then you get these awesome transformations because your show's all about transformation or this life transformation. It's, it's incredible because you see it because then you see their story. You see what they've created. You see them talking and they can go on a camera and actually speak and not be afraid of what the futuristic viewers are going to say. That's a, that, that's a big thing I just talked about earlier today, actually, on Facebook. Um, and then they grow and it all evolves as one thing. Um, I know I'm throwing a lot in here, but it's, I'm so oh, passionate good. about this. I hope so. See, that's my self-doubt right there, right? And um, <laughs> because I feel like I'm talking too much. I'm so used to it, but I'm just so passionate about this stuff. That right? It, yeah, like especially when I was in health, it was it was making it was allowing people to to make a shift and to enjoy the right. process, not just do it for three months and then fall off. And then it's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> it's like keep going. Yeah, I tell you, you got. I tell you what, man, you, you bring up a good point. It's there is a transformational aspect to to what we do in the sense that when I'm on a podcast as a guest, 
you know, I, I have to be conscious, like, I'm not hosting the show, you know, I, <laughs> you know, like, I can't just take over, or it's like, it's not all about, like, me, or like, you know, even though I'm the guest, like, am I talking too much, am I not, like, I, I, I'm trying not to, like, overtake their show, but just literally answer the question, you know, as best I can, as clearly as I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Because you get a speaker microphone, and they'll talk forever. But when two podcasters True. get together, it's like, I don't know, it feels like you're jockeying for position maybe, or it's like, it's just weird being on the other side of the microphone. But uh, yeah, man. And then, and then I started thinking, like, at the end of the show, I'm like, did I talk too much? Was it good? Did you like the answers? Did you get, like, <laughs> you're fine. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I just want to make sure I, I want to be, you know, I want to be great for your audience. Like, cause I know, cause inside I know how, I, I know how bad it can be if, if you don't deliver value to the audience or you, or the audience feels like this show is a waste of time. I don't get any value. Like you start to lose your audience, you know? And, and, and that's why we have the show is to change lives. So you bring up a great point, man. You mind if I touch on this one, just one more time? Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask permission now. Ask for permission. <laughs> no, cause like that's true. Cause I used to, I, so when I ran my old business, my executivetrainer.com, it's not active anymore. <laughs> I had a podcast and I, I recorded about 28 episodes and I released only 18. I'm thinking about re-releasing them all anyways, because it was really good content. Um, and that's, and, and that's the thing. I, I love speaking. I love doing podcasts and I'm like you, I can sit here and talk all day. That's why I love doing Facebook live. That's why I love doing video. And when I go on like this voice right now, if people are listening and you don't know me, you're only going to know me from what you're hearing right now. Uh, but if you do know me and you've seen the links and you've come here and you're like, it's Jamie, hello, and it's like, hi, um, you're probably going to notice that I have a on-camera, on-mic voice because that's how we are. And um, my point of this is that, oh, man, I'm like losing the point because uh, my brain's all over the place right now because this is so exciting. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, when you're on a show, it's being conscious of how much you're speaking. But, you know, we're here to really deliver the value. Um, but for me, it's really I'm just going to come on here. And we're going to talk about said topic and I'm going to do what I can, not, not cause it's about the viewers. Um, I do care about the viewers and I understand like that's what makes the show. Right. But it's also, where am I going to pull out the best of Jamie, the best version of Jamie and just speak the truth. Cause if I have to fabricate it or change things, that's not me being authentic. And that's the best part. That's the best part. Love it. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> when we spoke when we spoke last time on the phone, I don't think you knew it was gonna be like that. I've gone through a big shift since we last first spoke like back in for real, man. March, I'm like, holy March crap, April. like this is a, this is a, yeah. Like this is amazing. I, 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 yeah, I came to you and we were like talking about like, oh, how do I do this? The podcast and you're like trying to like give me a little bit of in, you know, advice and information and it's like yeah. all right, I guess you could po- I guess you could book a podcast and I'm like, Man, I sound needy. And now it's just like, hey, here's, here's some truth bombs. Dude, for real, man. Holy crap, I was not expecting that. That was amazing. Um, so the storytelling through video, is there – would you say that there's a set strategy to do it, or is there a way to do it, or how do I know that – I mean, as a speaker, I tell amazing stories on stage – and I try to do that in my Facebook lives or I try to do that kind of in my show and, and who I talk to. But how do I know if this video that I'm making is, is good enough? You know what I mean? Like, how do I know it's going to connect? And that's the hard part because 
I've found with the videos I've been doing that, especially when it comes to story, and storytelling is interesting because um, there's a lot of truth to telling a story, but it's also what does your it comes back to audience. What does your audience want to hear, right? And for me, I find when I'm making and crafting a story with a client, it's understanding where and what have they gone through. And I take it all the way back. Like I'm working with um, an empath right now who's gone through a, a crazy story from childhood traumas all the way up. And she has a gift to tap into people. She can read their minds, do all these things. And some people believe it, some don't. Um, but I think it's a real thing. And it's interesting when they can just call you out on things and you're like, how do you know that? And they know nothing prior. So it's maybe there's a formula, but maybe there isn't. So when I work with people like this, for example, um, and a lot of like natural health practitioners, I take it back to what started it. And when I build it up, it's looking for the key points, but it's also looking to see if those key points will tie into the customer avatar. Who is the person you're trying to talk to? And it always comes back to that with business too, because you're always trying to figure out who can I sell this product to? Who's going to take this? Like if I'm trying to sell a pre-workout to 80 year old grandmothers, I don't think that's going to work. Best, best example ever. Um, and that's just because I'm looking at a pre-workout. Right <laughs> but um, I mean, it, that, that's a dead giveaway. But you know what I mean? But when, when you're trying to connect emotionally with a story, you really have to pull it in from how are you filming the video, but also, and, and the words you're speaking too, but how are you putting it all together in a way where it flows? We're talking everything from transitions to the right coloring. We're talking about the brand, the visual guiding. Everything comes into play here. Um, and for me, the real thing, taking this to a basic level, is who's the audience? Who's the avatar? And if you can find someone who actually is a living, breathing, walking model of that, um, even better. And then, right. you know, figure out with them, is this attractive to you? Like, is this going to be something you're watch? Like, with this video, and I say it, turn you on. Like, will this make you want to watch it? And, I mean, it's a little bit of work, but it's also just knowing who that person is. But then you want to also tie in your story because we all have a story. We can all sit here and, and storytell, but then there's some of us who don't know how to either because it's taking our hardships in life, traumas, uh, abuse, relationships, loss of friends. I mean, it could be anything, right? There's so many examples. And then using that to craft the perfect message and the perfect story. So um, to know whether it works or not, it's a little bit of trial and error. I'll tell you that because it's hard to give an answer on that. It's really the testing game. Um, but for some of these big brands, like we mentioned earlier, like Prince A, Jay Shetty, um, even Jason Silva does some cool stuff too. Um, yeah. I think uh, it's it's really taking these big ideas and just crafting it into a big, powerful message that moves people. The big trend of just looking at what's happening right now in 2018 and how to build a message that will pull people forward. You know, um, I can give yeah. an example if you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. Something right now. Um, so the big thing with me I focus on right now is I look at North America and I don't have the, I don't have the actual stat on this, but um, 70% of people are facing, at least from what I know, um, are in, in either acute state or a chronic state of depression. And they're taking pharmaceuticals and they're lost. They're confused. They don't know what to do. It's a struggle. And I'm with that because I understand it because there's just so much shifting on the earth and it's, it's difficult to grasp this with all these different things coming at us. So a video that ties into the feeling of what that's like and grabbing their attention, but then moving it towards how you can bring in the light and remove the darkness and then letting it shine right near the end, but also bring, being able to foreshadow the message from the beginning and really show characters that can pull through. You know what I mean? So um, oh, that's yeah. how I like, that's something I want to create because there's, there's so much of that. I've been talking to um, an 18 year old who broke free of this mindset and corrected his everything. He's, he's turning 19 and he, he, he's already, un, yeah, he already understands all these things 
through meditation, journaling, lifestyle, the right connections, being spiritual in a sense, you know, not religiously, I would say, but on a level of um, feeling more awakened and open-minded. Absolutely. Yeah. And it goes to that, right? If you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, that's how I look at the storytelling. So like people like that, you can really pull them through these powerful messages for the right audience and age group and really empower them to make change. So, yep. There you go. hundred percent, man. You know, when I teach the resilience boot camp mm. here, uh, I teach a two day resilience boot camp, and we go through the mental, physical, social, and spiritual domains of resilience. When I get to the, re- to the spiritual resilience part, I let them know, like, we're to talk about, like, day one, I'm like, we got to talk about spirituality, and it's not religion. So if you're freaking out that, oh, my God, spiritual, like, it's not religion. And then I give the definition of resilience, uh, uh, spiritual resilience, which is the strengthening of a set of beliefs, principles, and values that you already have. We're just going to strengthen them. So, so your resilience of your spirituality inside of your body the spirituality of your beliefs because thoughts, feelings, and beliefs drive all reactions. So I think it's, I, I think it's great that if you can tap into that spirituality and really be comfortable with who you are and then put that onto a video and show people and, 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 and have them find their voice because I believe that your voice comes through that spirituality. So once you're one with yourself and you're in tune and centered and grounded with yourself, you can then portray that onto the video. And when I'm watching, I think you just tell, man, it's powerful. When people are so in tune, it's freaking magic. Yeah, and that's actually, uh, to me, like, uh, that's something I want to I touch on a lot now, too, is I talk about how, because, like, for me, the selling, like, I'm not trying to sell this, but if I had to, well, like, it, the way I look at it is when coaches or, like, my audience, like, for coaches who are busy with their clients, you know, a lot of coaches have, like, 10 clients at a time. And then they have sure. um, businesses have so much going on, like small teams or startups are trying to manage all this stuff. And if they're trying to get on camera and make video, if they're so busy, where's their energy at? You've got to do an audit on where your energy is. And to, to rebalance your energy, it could be difficult if you're married, you have kids, or if you're in a certain living environment, or you're just continually waking up and being reactive versus non-reactive. Like there's so many things that pull at us. And to think, how do I clear that to be on camera? and to just speak the truth authentically with the right energy. That's like, that's where it gets difficult. And, um, yeah. you know, that's something that we all have to find. We have to figure out how can we sit here and move past the pain and be in the right place to do that. So I agree with you on that. That's, that's powerful. That is yeah. powerful. And, and spirituality, there's a lot to go on with that. Um, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually part of a, actually, I'm going to talk about this. I'm actually part of a men's group and it sounds a little, okay kind of interesting, but it's, it ties to spirituality. And we about 12 of us meet every two to four weeks and we talk about our feelings and our emotions. <laughs> and it, it, I laugh a little bit. It's interesting because I've never seen men open up before, but right. you never see messages like this to hear men who have attempted suicide, men who are depressed, men who are accused of certain charges. It's when it's not true. It's like, wow, those are the stories that are going to sell because it's like, it's so relatable to a lot of people because they don't want to raise their hand because they're feeling a lot of self shame and they're guilty about this, like shame from others and then, and then their own guilt. And it's, it's below that flat line, normal line. And it's hard because how do you come out of that when your whole perspective and reality is that? <laughs> so um, I'm glad right. we can relate on that. Yeah. I mean, think about the transformation that men have gone through in general. 
You know, I mean, we think I, mean, I was born in 83. So mm-hmm. I remember growing up, it was like, you don't show emotion. Men don't cry. We're the hunters. We're the oh, gatherers. Man. You know, we're the we're the beer drinking, you know, truck driving, you know. And nowadays they're like, yeah, man, I'm totally in tune with my spirituality. Yeah, I'm totally, you know, people are like, that's awesome. But if somebody, you know, like a guy was like, you know, back in the 80s or 70s or whatever, was like, yeah, man, I'm totally in tune with my spirituality. They're like, what a weirdo. Like, whatever, you weirdo hippie person, you know what I mean? But now it's mm-hmm. like socially acceptable, you know what I mean? Like, like think about how many jokes we made about the notebook. Oh, you cried your notebook. Huh? But secretly we cried during the notebook. <laughs> yeah, we do. And so it's so we're like, oh whatever, crybaby wussy person. They <laughs> cried during movies, but secretly we're like, I cried during that movie, don't tell nobody. You know what I mean? So it's like we try to we try to to push our masculinity out there to cover up like I feel like we're just <laughs> afraid of how people are going to judge us. I mean, really, you know, like I cried during a movie, you know, if you're not secure with that, you know, you'd be like, oh, well, I would never do that because I'm a man, you know, like it's just not the case anymore. Yeah. And uh, the whole like Me Too movement stuff, but I don't want to move into that. Um, but I, I think it's important to actually uh, on the spiritual sense to to come in tune. I mean, like what I tell a lot of men, I've had a, well, one of my best friends came to me and he said, and he was emotionally blocked and we got him opened up and uh, we, we took him on an experience and we, we turned his life around 180 degrees. He quit the job he didn't like. He, he took a stand. Wow. He, he raised his voice. He yelled, you know, we went out in the forest and got all of his like, and it sounds weird because energy out like catharsis, like sure. getting everything out, like Wim Hof breathing, all that jazz. And then he quit his job and got a new high ticket sales job. And now he's making triple the amount of money. He has freedom. He has his own morals and values. He's going through the waves that are up, the waves that are down, which is normal, by the way. And he's experiencing yep. things. And he's, he's writing this vision. He knows what he wants. He's going to a dance class last week. He's, he's been doing that. And, and now he's going back to the dating world. And it's like, wow, that's truly a transformation. And it all started with yeah. a little prompt on my end. And that's where the elevation of other people's lives come in. It's like, hey. Just poking in. Hey, uh, it's it's not like I'm directly telling you to drink the water because if you don't want to, I'm not going to force feed you that. But it's down to right. understanding that we have emotions and being able to tap in. And and when you capture that on video, it's beautiful. It's it's so. Uh, it's just it's it's just story driven, and it, it makes me um, makes me smile. Man. Yeah, and and it comes from the so, heart too. Go on. Yeah. No, I was just saying. I'll say, where's it come from? <laughs> um, it's, well, so the thing with me is I hired a coach last year. I paid him up front because um, he his tagline with me was, because we did a podcast, and it's actually on my – it's actually, I actually have a live too. Um, but he said at the end, or when he first met me, he looked at me on video, and he's like, this dude doesn't smile. What's up with that? Because he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's always generating joy. Um, and he's, uh, he's, he's well-grounded. You know, you read the book, um, the way of the superior man, you know, that book will tell you everything. Right. And then mm-hmm. you throw in some, some Dr. Joe Spenza and a little bit of uh, Eckhart Tolle and you're like, Whoa, you know, there I am. Right. And then it's, I hired him and it took me to a position of realizing that I'm not happy. And I just came back from an event in LA. I was in Glendale for a Kyle, you know, Kyle sees, um, uh, evolving out loud. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah. 
If you don't, it's okay. I mean, I can always link you later. It's just cool. I went to one of those live event for two days, no curriculum, no expectation, and went through a lot of like you know emotional belief stuff. And then I, it didn't work. And then this one individual made me realize I need to make a change. So I was emotionally open to it. And then I hired him. And then I started looking in through these. It was actually four months of coaching. Um, and it was actually for speaking gigs, how to go to corporations, get speaking gigs, because I wanted to start talking and book podcasts. Like, yeah. yeah, all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, I could do this. But then it was also he realized, man, your heart needs to wake up. Like you're not focusing on you. And you need to start looking at Jamie as if the camera is always on. And, you know, some people tell me the camera should be off. But when the camera's on, you're, it's not that you're faking it. It's just you're showing up. You're waking up and you're getting out of bed, you know, you're counting down from five. Right. So I wasn't doing the right protocol. So I went through 90 days of meditation, 45 minutes each day, and really started again to with myself and started doing things that make Jamie, Jamie. I mean, I was asked, when was the last time you bought, you bought Jamie a gift? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? And it's like, well, when was the last time you bought Jamie a gift? I'm like, I'm like, what's with the third perspective? He's like, well, Jamie, your spirit, like it, it comes back to spirituality. You're, you're in this body but you're taking care of Jamie. When was the last time you got him, you bought him a gift? And I'm like, wow. So I ended up buying myself, because I, I bought a stand-up desk in the summer. I bought a stand-up desk mat. And funny enough, I bought it for American, <laughs> because I'm in Canada. And it was even more. And it felt <laughs> amazing when I got it, because I'm like, oh, my God. there's this. So it's being able to tap into your feelings emotionally and knowing how to understand what you actually desire on the inside. And then it ties back to vision, values, purpose, and, and all these uh, wonderful things that we keep hearing um, in the self-help industry. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah, man. So, so as we start to kind of wrap up the show, um, if, if somebody wants to get into the video, like they, they know, I mean, Facebook lives are great and you know, there's a bunch of different videos. Like, um, so I use Lumen five, which I really enjoy using. It's a slideshow video. Um, so I do video for the podcast to promote the podcast. And what I'll do is I'll create a Lumen 5 video, a little bit of like storyboard kind of, you know, that promotes the show. Um, you can also do, do wave, which is basically the podcast graphic. And then it has the waveform that kind of moves, you know, through the, through the graphic or whatever. And it's like a minute clip of like the, the show or whatever. It's like a minute long of some conversation that is going on on the show, all meant to promote and, you know, whatever, but there's wave um, repurpose is another one. So what are some resources that, that they, that people can use that they want to get into creating these videos? You know, what, what would you point them towards? So I've actually used Lumen five. It's great. It's great software. Um, more so web-based software. <laughs> it's beautiful. Sure. It's quick for a lot of those explainer videos. Uh, I haven't used yep. Wave yet. That one's cool. I'm going to get into that one day for uh, Instagram. But if you're looking to get into video and to have resources, I mean, for me, if I need images, I'm always using Pexels. I'm using um, all yep. these free sources, like, you know, Pixabay, all that jazz. Um, if you need to pay for something, Adobe Stock is great. It's just a bit higher up. Uh, yep. I use video blocks for my B-roll if I need to find okay. clips. And video blocks is pretty reasonable because you're paying about $200. And I don't know if it's monthly. I have to check on that again. Um, but the thing is you, you get access to so many member-based clips and you can literally just pull things and tie in emotionally. Um, but if you're not looking to use clips, I mean, the biggest thing you can do, like if you have, let's say you have no budget, 
I get a camera and figure out what kind of clips can I film of myself or people I know and really capture those moments. Cause that's what I do. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I would go see a client. I would try and capture them in their, in their creative zone of genius and really gather those clips to use in their videos as B roll. Um, that's, that's actually what I use for everything. And then I would use epidemic sound for audio because um, mm-hmm. I like what they have on there. Uh, the video block, the aud- video blocks has an audio block side of it too. I don't like their audio. It's very um, repetitive and it's, it's just not the stuff I'm looking for. You know what I mean? It's not, the feeling's right. not there. So you, you'll have to be a lot more creative. Um, Bensound.com is cool too. They have some nice tracks there. And then I believe there's one more, but I don't have it on the top of my head. So what my videographer uses is Envato, E-N-V-A-T-O, is Envato. Ah, uh, yes. And if, if you, if you go to that website, you can get music for five, ten, twenty, thirty dollars. You know, minute, two minute, three minutes long, whatever. You get uh, the videos that are on there are basically templates. So you would actually take in your own speaker reel, plug it into that particular template, adjust the sound, adjust you know how you want it to play, adjust the colors, you know whatever. But it's basically you're you're paying for a template for a video that then goes into like after effects or um, um, what is it? The, the PR one, Adobe Premiere project, something rather. Um, But yeah, it's like pro pro something, but anyway, it's, it's it's an Adobe after effects and then it's a, it's another program anyways um, that you can use as well. And, uh, and that's what, that's what, uh, Premiere Pro, Premiere Pro, that's, that's what he yep. uses, Premiere, Premiere Pro, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what he's been using. And, you know, it's, it's been really great to watch how you take that little template and then create that vision. Like, holy crap, that's pretty cool. You know, so. There is a lot that you can use too. Like, cause I, those are actually the two programs I use. I use the entire Adobe suite. Um, I, I love After Effects. I love Premiere. It's, uh, I have a whole workflow, obviously, um, when I do things. And we should all have one, too. Um, I, I definitely have to check out that sure. Envato stuff. That's, I didn't know that one. You're teaching me something today. I'll make a note of that, if I already did. <laughs> yeah, dude, man, definitely. Um, because when you go to Envato, E-N-V-A-T-O, uh, Envato.com, when you go to Envato, what will happen is you'll go to, like, uh, like, the, like, if you want audio, you go to Audio Jungle. And then the videos are called uh, Video Hive or something like that. But when you join Envato's list or whatever, um, I don't know if it's like their mailing list or whatever it is, uh, but you subscribe to their newsletters or whatever, for the first couple months, they send you like, here's this month's free song, this free music. You know, you're like, oh, it's awesome. Okay. Thanks. And then it's like, here's one free download template. You're like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, pretty cool. You know, so they're giving away the good free stuff. Yeah. They'll, they'll send you some free stuff and you're like, all right. So that's a great, yeah. Great place. Uh, when you go to Envato, it's like audio, audio jungle, uh, video hive, I believe what it is, but Anyway, that's I'm not real tech savvy. I couldn't I couldn't figure any of that audio effects out at all. So um, I have my dude do it. That's <laughs> nah, all good. I, I understand. Technology. That's cool. No shame. Um, but I mean, like, 
I've used actually Audio Jungle on Nevada. It's it's good. Um, I've used Motion Array too. That's also another okay. cool site. You get a membership there, and awesome. you can just download tons of templates and stuff like that. I mean, it's good to know how to actually work within. If you're like, if you're trying to get into editing and you're trying to understand like how does he do this, I mean, that comes in itself with learning tutorials, knowing how to be more of a. It's kind of like being your own leader, like knowing how to dive in and just like tackle it. But for you know, for me, I find it's good to know how to actually do a lot of these things that could be preset built or done for you. But it's it's then eventually better to find presets and transitions and animations that are just save you time because you can sit there editing videos for weeks and then it's like, well, I could have saved like three days of time by doing this. And that's the, the real magic. Yeah. Awesome, man. Oh yeah. So as we close the show, we're going to do a shameless plug. Do you plug your friends, quotes, websites, Facebook, whatever it is, your product services, programs, whatever you want to plug. This is the moment. Shameless plug. Go. Shameless plug. Honestly, <laughs> shamingnoodleman.com. That's all. <laughs> Check it out. Also, add me on Facebook. Uh, links in the uh, description yeah. as we already discussed. LinkedIn, Facebook, yep, definitely. And if you need amazing videos made, this is the guy. <laughs> this is the Boom. guy to go to that will take your mind, your images, your content, and spin it into a video that will change hearts and minds and inspire people. Totally. 150%. Man. <laughs> Bang, I appreciate awesome. it. So as we close, can you deliver your best nugget of knowledge that will motivate, transcend, and inspire someone to take action today? Oh, you put me on the spot. Oh, no. <laughs> the hard questions on this show. <laughs> I know. And you told me this, too. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Honestly, uh, stick to your gut. Guys, stick, ladies and gentlemen, stick to your gut. Your gut knows what is best. And if, if you know what you're doing is what you love, keep doing it. Question that. Be open to asking. And if it's something you don't love and you know you're stuck, but there's an exit strategy you can come up with, go for it. Take the risk. Uncertainty is beautiful. We always land on our feet. And um, I, I really don't want to talk about this part because I don't know what you allow on your show. But after some very heavy hallucinogenic experiences, I've always realized that we are okay and we are just fine at the end of the day. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> so so I, I'm dropping that right there. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Love it. Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. And uh, this has been a long time coming. I'm absolutely yeah. honored to have you on the show, man, and be connected with you, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. We'll be in touch. We will talk. We will have fun. And uh, if you're listening and you loved it, no problem. <laughs> Absolutely. So Life Transmission Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him through video. If any of this episode has resonated with you, please contact Jamie Noodleman. He's on Facebook. He's on LinkedIn. Click on the links in the show notes. Connect with him and get your story out there. Get your message to the world through storytelling, through video. You can also subscribe, rate, and review Life Transformation Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play Music app, Overcast, CastBox, wherever you're comfortable listening to podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. As I close, I always say, live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, have a great life.